Hello and welcome to another episode, much needed episode of Healing Racism in Schools with your host, Charlotte Stevens and the ancestors. Um, I will have some special guests on this episode. Very excited about this. Um, ooh, ancestors I'm giving honor to are, um, I'm giving honor to my dad. My dad got a Black Legacy Award for Santa Clara County for his work as a public defender and being a pioneer in Santa Clara County um, for Black folks. So my dad, um, as I mentioned before, grew up, you know, in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, you know, dark skin, shorter man um, who wasn't taking nobody's shit and went into the Air Force, um, went into, went to Stanford, got his JD, became a public defender and really made sure that black and brown people's rights were respected in the um, legal system because we know how the legal system is a tool of white supremacy and how we are not respected. So he was recently um, um given the award of being a black legend of Santa Clara County. And what we see in life is that the work that you do, the good work that you do is often not appreciated while you are here. And, um, you know, he got this, he, he died earlier this year and got the award later this year. And he, you know, while he was in the trenches doing the work, you know, um, those late nights or those, those days where you just feel defeated and depleted, you know, he, he, he didn't know that he was creating, his legacy and my legacy being part of my legacy. So I'm giving honor to my dad and I love just his spirit and I have the same spirit. Like I ain't taking no one shit. Don't care what you say. You know, I ain't scared of you. I ain't afraid. Like you ain't gonna get me to shut up. I I'll, I'll still be talking after I'm dead. Somehow I'm gonna find a way. So, um, yeah, black legend award, um, for Santa Clara County. That's my daddy. I come from a long line of freedom fighters. Yes, I do. My mom was fierce too. And also just reminding us again that a lot of times you will not get your, your applause, your kudos, your plaque, your monument. It will not happen in your lifetime. Um, just like MLK, MLK was not honored in his lifetime. He was despised. He was on, I think, the FBI watch list. Like there were a lot of people who did not love him. All these white folks that want to embrace him. Well, you're going to see this in about two weeks or a week. White folks being like, oh, let me just quote MLK. Or I love when white people try to tell me I'm not supporting the dream of MLK. Get the hell out of here. Um, he was seen as a radical at his time during his time a lot of people did not embrace him he was um you know being watched by the fbi so anyway a lot of times you don't get that love you're not gonna get a school named after you until after you're you're gone so in this episode i am talking to my kids about um the violence that happened at the Capitol. So I'm not really, they've already kind of had that discussion. What what I'm talking about now is the potential violence that could also happen with the inauguration. Because I just read that um, Twitter got word that, you know, they're trying to do like the million MAGA march or just cause more mayhem during the inauguration, during Biden being, um, you know, um, sworn in. And so I have a she's now seven, a seven-year-old and an eight-year-old. She's in first grade. He's in third grade. We have candid discussions. Like I was, when I was telling them that people were like asking, how do you talk to kids about this? They were like, you just tell them the truth. Like you just keep it real. And I'm like, yeah, that's what we, right? Because that's what we do. And we've been having these discussions, like I said, before they could, before they could articulate, but at the point where before, you know, as I'm, as they're acquiring language, I'm talking to them about how to survive just like as any other animal species would tell their young, you know, this is how you are going to make it. These are the things you need to watch out for. So we've been having discussions forever, ever. And I do the same thing with my students. I keep it 100 with them and I don't, I don't have a problem with it. So I think that when you 
are naturally good at something then it's just like when other people aren't you're just like I don't get you just do it like artists are just like you just draw the thing you look at it you try it right or the answers are like you just do the steps like one two three four five six seven eight right and I can't do that stuff so I'm recognizing that though it's natural for me it's not natural for everybody so this is a very just like unedited like any of my stuff's really edited but unedited conversation with my kids like literally like while we're eating a meal I was like well let me just record this and just show people how I have these discussions and show also that kids as young as first and third graders can grasp these concepts. You just have to make it real for them. And what you'll hear throughout this discussion is I'm always bringing it back to analogies that my students or my kids understand. So like maybe they don't understand the government, but the government for them is is school, right? And so maybe the federal, in fact, I used this analogy when I was teaching AP government. I said, you know, like I am state government. I'm your teacher. I'm local. I'm right here in your face. I'm, I'm Governor, New- Governor Newsom. I'm state government. But the principal is federal government, right? And federal government can shut it down. The federal government, right, can, can shut down all the classrooms. All, the, all these different classrooms can be seen as different states, and we all have kind of jurisdiction over our state. But then the principal can come in and be like, well, you know, school's canceled or, um, um, or Miss Stevens, you're fired, right? Like, so giving them analogies that kids understand, um, because kids can grasp things being fair and unfair and kids can grasp like, you know, there's a whole set of rules and we have a whole set of structure and this, this group, this mob came together and decided they didn't want, that's just like a group of, group of students, you know, coming together and, and, and busting through the principal's office. So you just have to make it plain. I don't think it has to be overly complicated, but I, this episode is to just kind of show this is what I do. It's not perfect, but this is the conversations that I have and, and it works and my kids understand. So I wanted to give this to other people, educators, families, um, parents, like just keep it 100. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, as always, um, join my Facebook group. Um, what is it called? (laughs) Fighting white supremacy in schools. No, it's called the anti-racist educator fighting white supremacy in schools. Um, follow me on LinkedIn. Uh, I will have more workshops and things coming up, but currently I don't have anything, but always things available. So anyway, listen to the episode and I hope that you enjoy it. And if your school needs help, please contact me at healingracisminschools at gmail.com. I'm also on LinkedIn, Charlotte Stevens and the Ancestors would love to help you. I'll also be speaking for um, Martin Luther King um, Day because people are so misinformed. Black History Month and Women's History Month, I'm available for speaking. So enjoy the episode. Thank you so much and I hope you get a lot from it. So, no, just act normal. Do you know what the inauguration is? No. No. <clears throat> okay. So when you know that, that Joe Biden was voted as our president, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So there's this process that the president, that the, 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 the president has to go through. It's, it's ceremonial. So what that means is, remember when you um, graduated from kindergarten? Mm-hmm. What did we do? What did they do? Have a party. They had a party. They put on a little robe. I don't know if people wore a robe. Maxwell wore a robe. Remember when he wore a robe? I remember uh, I him throwing so. his head. Exactly. So he, he wore a robe. He may have received some type of piece of paper, or maybe he walked across the stage and people clapped for him. Yeah, that's what happened. You walked across the stage, people clapped for you, and he threw his hat in the air. That is all part of what people do when they graduate from one level to another, okay? It's a ceremony. It's like a, it's a certain type of traditional party. Even our birthday parties are a ceremony to celebrate what? What are we celebrating? The day we were born. 
the day we were born. What are some of the ceremonial things or some of the traditional things we do at a birthday party? Sometimes cake. we have cake. Well, cake pie. is pretty traditional. So traditional to have cake. It's not like you just eat a meal. It's traditional to have cake. What's, what else is traditional? To have whatever you want on your birthday. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> right, that's, yes. that's kind of our tradition. Um, is there a certain song we sing? Happy birthday. Right. Happy birthday well, to you. Well, yes, ya. that's the one we sing. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday! Okay, all right, all right. So there's there's songs we sing. There's 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 things that we eat, and that's all part of ceremony. Understand? Mm-hmm. So yep. the inauguration is a big ceremony where one president gives over his position to the other president, or what? Or what? We 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 leave. We we say Trump, your time is over, and then Biden becomes president. Could something? Okay. We're gonna talk normally. What what do you want to say, Nevaeh? I I want to tell you that like in we I saw a video where Donald Trump was saying I I do know what it feels like to have evil the evil people do something bad to you and and he was doing that because <laughs> he got he didn't get elected to be the president again. Yeah, he's basically being it's like it's like when we play a game and you lose the game. Instead of admitting that. Instead of being gracious about it. Like, okay, you won. Good job. Like, Maxwell, I've seen you do this with your sister where you'll be like, hey, Nevaeh, nice work. Good job, right? I've seen you do it too. Uh-oh, I said your names, but whatever, they know your names. Um, so it's being gracious, right? Nobody likes losing. But when you lose and then you make a big fit about it, that really looks bad. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that's what you saw Donald Trump doing. Anyway, let's talk about the inauguration. So... The inauguration is in about a week and a half or about two weeks. So it's on January 20th. And it is the official day that Donald Trump no longer is our president and Joe Biden becomes our president. Now, here's what I want you to think about. Why did that? Why, what, what happened at the Capitol? Um, we got attacked. Who? Who was attacking who? We didn't, White we didn't, racists were attacking the, um, the Capitol and Joe Biden. Not necessarily Joe Biden was a Congress, but what, what? Yeah, what were they mad about? They were mad about um, how Trump wasn't elected. Yes. Okay. So they're mad about Trump not being elected, and they tried to take over the Capitol and shut down Congress where the laws are made. Okay. Yeah. Now, if they did that this week, and we know that in a week and a half is the official day that we're going to give the presidency to Joe Biden, what do you think they might do then? Do break in again. Yes. Kill everybody. Well, no, we don't, hopefully not kill everybody, but who knows? Because these folks are crazy. So, what they believe, or what Twitter is reporting, um, is happening? Because what happened was, is that Trump's Twitter account got shut down Just permanently. Some water. Permanently. Okay. So he he no longer is allowed to tweet anymore. His Facebook book account. Tweet? So tweeting. Is like that on Twitter where you're kind yep. of texting. It's kind of like texting, but when you tweet, it's a text that people all over the world can see. So every time, text, every time Donald Trump says something like, hey, Proud Boys, Proud Boys is, a, is a, a group of white racists, Proud Boys stand by and stand back. When he says things like that, he's, he's letting all the racists know how to organize. Just get water. So do you understand what I'm saying? So he, he, it's been quite embarrassing for the last four years. He's been tweeting. He's been saying all kinds of just crazy stuff 
um, that as a president, you don't really want your president doing that because he represents the whole country. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's been doing this for a long time. He's been tweeting all kind of racist things, sexist things, horrible things. And really, Twitter should have shut him down a long time ago. But they finally just shut him down because he used Twitter to help that protest happen on the Capitol. Do you understand? Yep. Mm-hmm. So because of that, they shut him down. Why did, why did Twitter shut him down, Nevaeh? So he couldn't um, destroy the country. What was he, how, was he, how was he destroying the country? How was he trying to destroy the country? By, um, by doing sneaky stuff. How, did he, how does he do that on Twitter? By just texting a little note and lying about it. Yeah, so he was, he was putting out a lot of lies out there. And he was saying to people, like, you know, you need to do this. You're getting your sleeve and your pizza. You need to um, do this. You need to do that. Or, or you can't trust the poli- you can't trust the media. Or Joe Biden didn't win. We won. The election was stolen from us. We have to take things back. So he's saying all these things online. And then a lot of these, not just crazy white people. There's some other crazy people, too. But mostly crazy white people are listening. Okay? He has 88.5, I think, million followers on Twitter. So every time he says something, potentially 88 million people heard it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, so that's what that's what that's called. Do you know the word bully? Mm-hmm. You know what a bully is, right? Mm-hmm. You know what a pulpit is? Mm-mm. No. So when you go, when we've gone to church, there'll be like this, um, this wooden thing up here. And they'll, sometimes they'll have the Bible on it and they'll be speaking from it. Or you'll see people um, on stage doing the same thing. They'll have like some, they'll have something in front of them that they're using and standing in front of. So, so when you're standing in front of that thing, usually you have a big audience. People are listening to you. So what Trump is doing is called the bully pulpit. So he's using his his power to influence all these people, and he's being a what about it? Like a jerk. What's the word? What's the word I said? He's being a bully about it. He's being a bully. So he's using so. Um, Politicians are not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to bully people into doing things. You're not supposed to be like, I lost, so everybody who likes me, go fight the other side. But that is what he's doing. And he's been, he's been atrocious for a long time, but because he's a white man, they've allowed him to get away with it. So all of that to say this. The most racist man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he always likes being the best. He's the best racist I know. Um, all of that to say this, that on January 20th, which is not this Wednesday coming up, but the Wednesday after that, there's rumors that there's going to be a million MAGA march, which is, so in the past, before y'all were born, there used to be, I think maybe even still, it's been a million, million black man march, a million man march, a million woman march. It was all about black people. Can you stay focused, please? Yep. It was all about black people um, marching in solidarity against racism or whatever. And so now there's rumors that basically what we saw happen at the Capitol could happen again on a larger scale. Like we don't know what could happen on the inauguration day. So the day that Trump is supposed to leave and Biden's supposed to become president, these white folks might go at it again. What do you mean on a like larger scale? Wasn't that already pretty bad? What else could they do? <laughs> to the Capitol. <laughs> um I think they could do a lot of stuff, but what? One police officer died and four rioters died do you think those numbers could be higher mm-hmm. yes did anybody from congress die no no nobody from congress died and keep in mind they were they were they were storming the capitol they could so what else could they do so what's happening nevaeh is that right now we have a certain so way they already stop worrying about it right now we are um 
we run our country by a certain set of rules, okay? Just like your school has a certain set of rules. Mm -hmm. So imagine if somebody came into your school, tied up your teacher, tied up your principals, tied up all the school leadership, and said, we're running things now, and this is how we're going to do things. And maybe they they believed that little girls shouldn't be educated. So they decided all the little girls are going to go in the kitchen and make sure that all the little boys have food. And you might be like, that's not how we do things. That's not the rules. That's not how it goes. And they say, screw your rules. We have taken all your leaders and we've we've tied them up. And now we're telling you how it's going to be. Okay? Can you imagine that happening Mm -hmm. in your school? Mm -hmm. The same thing they could do to the government. Are these white supremacists going to be looking out for our black asses? Mm No. No. Now, what we are hoping, here's the thing, right? On one hand, that could potentially be scary, right? Like the, all these crazy, angry, racist white men with guns are trying to take over the government. That's a big fucking deal. If they're successful, it's going to be bad for us, right? I don't think they'll be successful, but if they are, it's going to be bad for us. But here's the thing, and it's very interesting. Because on one hand, you have crazy white racists trying to take over the government. But who is going to be stopping them or trying to stop them? Um... Mm-hmm. Nobody. The president? Maybe. Not the president. Who, who? When people break laws, who's supposed to be there to make sure that doesn't happen? Police. The police. So what's going to be interesting is this, right? On the one hand, can help them. Yes, they will help. be some police that do help them, and we think that's what what helped what happened at the Capitol. Because why the hell were they able to break into this 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 building that should be super secure? Okay. The police did it. Um, so some of the police are absolutely part of the racist. But here's the other thing: is that in order for white supremacy to work. In order for all these white people to get all the money and to be able to, to still live their happy white lives and, and be racist and take advantage of everybody, they have to have the government. So do you think that the white police and the white racists who are making money are going to let these other white racists who want to take over the government take over? No. Why? So they can... Because they want to relax. racist white people? They want to relax. <laughs> yeah, all Both of those of them things. And they just want... One of them to relax and the other to relax, but that can't be the same. So if you have these, so for example, if if I need a Congress person to be alive or to be okay to do their deal so that I can so I can make money, am I gonna let you kill them? No. And so that's what you're. That's what's gonna be interesting about this is that the only power that can stop white, the only people who can stop these people are white people. It's, it's very interesting because you have basically you have one group of super crazy, radical, racist white people and you have another group of less crazy but still racist white people and they're going to have to battle each other. So you're going to have the racist police and they're going to have to stop the racist rioters. Do you understand what I'm saying? And on one hand, some of the police will be like, I don't want to do that. But what happens if the government gets overthrown is a lot of people have shady deals. So, so for example, I might be... Um, a white racist who is uh, working with another white racist and we're making all this money. So maybe one of the things we're making money off of is locking up um, black, people. black people. Yeah, maybe we make money off of prisons, right? And so you and I, we've been working together for 20 years. You know, maybe you're a lawmaker and you always make laws that make it easier for me to lock up people in prison, right? And I reward you by giving you some money. So this is, this is often how government works, okay? So I'm friends with you, you make laws. You're friends with me, I run a prison. And so I go, hey, 
hey, Senator Nevaeh, please, can you make, make sure that the law that you pass makes it easier for me to make money and makes it easier for me to, to profit? And when I do that, I'm going to give you some money. Cool? Because if you're a congressperson, you're going to need money to run your election. Every um, four to six years, uh, I think I'm two, two to four years, two to four years, I don't know what it is. But it's like every, every couple of years, you have to dish out millions of dollars for people to hire you again, for people to um, pick you again. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody in Congress has to be elected. So you could have this position right now, but if people decide they don't like you, you're not going to have that same job you know, a couple of years from now. And in order for you to, to, to be able to do that, you need hella money. So if you make laws and make it easier for me to make money, then when you need money, who are you going to ask? You. Exactly. And this is how these white folks do it. It's not about what's best for the prisoners. It's not about what's best for the people. It's about what's best for the white races in charge. Now, if we have that relationship, but now government is, is gone and maybe you're dead, am I making money? Mm-hmm. So that's what's going to happen is that even, is that these white races like the police, pay attention, are not going to, they're not going to allow government to stop working because that would allow, that would mean people would stop making money. White people stop making money. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all of that to say is that this, the same craziness that we saw, whatever you do with that black baby, you stop doing it, either eat it or don't. That same craziness we saw um, with the Capitol could happen again in a week and a half. And what they were trying to do with the Capitol, I guess I didn't explain this part. They were trying to stop the electoral count. So the electoral count is when you know for sure who the president is, and they already know, but they were, they, again, it's, it's about ceremony, it's about tradition. And so they're trying to stop that from happening because if you couldn't if you couldn't count it, then we don't know for sure that Biden was president. So they're trying to stop the official Biden is president thing from happening. They they weren't able to do that. So the second thing that they're able to they're, they're trying to do now is the swearing in. So so Biden has to be sworn in. I promise to be a president. I promise to be a good president. Respect all the people. Blah blah blah. He has to do go through this whole thing. And they're now they're going to try to stop that. So what we saw on Wednesday could happen again in a week and a half on a bigger scale. Shit could really go down. And what happened too um, at the state capitals really quickly. So not only were they doing that at the capital in um, Washington, D.C., but in Sacramento, our capital of California, um, people were were protesting there. So all over these different states, because there's state capitals, just like Sacramento is our capital, and there's a capital building there, they were protesting there as well. What's up? Um... So they're trying to make um, um, them say that we were elected and somebody changed it to Biden. They're trying to say that, yes. You know what it's just like? You know when you're on a playground and some kid wins, um, another kid loses, and the kid who loses goes, you, what do they say, you, you lied or you was the word that starts with a C. You cheated. You cheated, right? So that so that's it, it's it's Donald Trump is acting like an elementary school kid. He's acting like a little kid on a playground baby. Who, who can't accept yeah total <laughs> baby who can't accept that he lost. So instead of just being like okay this is democracy the people voted, I said who do you want? They voted for the other guy instead of being like all right you voted for the other guy let me just go deal with it. He's like no you cheated and I'm gonna get everybody to attack you because you cheat. He's being a total baby, and it's embarrassing. <laughs> It's embarrassing for us as a nation because here's the thing. As much as we want to be like, I don't care. Donald Trump's an idiot. When people think about America, if you were to go to another country and say I'm American, they're going to think immediately about Donald Trump. And even though you're like, look, I'm a black woman. I I have nothing to do with that white racist. 
because you're American, they think that you do. So when he does things that, that are foolish and, and acts like a little baby, it makes all of us look bad. It's dangerous for the country. And that's why we can't have a leader doing this. On one hand, it's funny because he's like, oh my God, you're such a baby. But on the other hand, other leaders all over the world are looking at our leader like your leader's a fucking idiot and he's a baby and he can't handle himself. Well, he is. Well, yeah, he is. But what I'm saying is that like, let's say that you don't like us. If you don't like us and you want to attack us and you think our leader is an idiot, is that a good time to attack us? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If your leader is an idiot and everybody can see they're an idiot, that's a great time to attack you. It's just like if I was walking around, let's say that we were at like the skating ring or whatever, and I'm walking around and I'm totally drunk and I don't know what's happening. And is that a good time to kidnap y'all? Yeah. Exactly. Great time to kidnap you because am my paying attention? No. No. So we have Donald Trump acting like an idiot, not paying attention, and, and we have countries that legitimately freaking hate us who are looking at what our president's doing, and it, it makes us weak. Because what, the other thing I told you before, the other thing that, they, they, we, that we saw with them storming the Capitol is, are we well protected? Mm-mm. No. Yep, so yep, what yep, we're showing yep, is that, hey, if, the, if this group of white folks can, can bust through the Capitol, then why can't anybody else? Make sense? Mm-hmm. So I want y'all to tell me what you learned from this conversation because the, one of the reasons we're having this conversation is to show people that it's not difficult to have these conversations with kids and to just keep it real. It is. It's whether you can tell it it is or not. So what did you what did you learn from this conversation? I learned that well, I kind of already knew it, but speak louder. I kind of already knew it, but I learned that they were trying to say downtown with this. Who Who's was they? The the white racist white people we're trying to say the president was was Donald Trump and mm-hmm. somebody wrote it new erased that and wrote it new and so, wrote it to Biden but it wasn't Biden it was Donald Trump and they're trying to erase Biden and put Donald Trump yep they're trying to say that, that Biden didn't win and say that Donald Trump did so why did they storm the Capitol? so they could do that and then um, who, in Congress, what does Congress do? Do you remember what I told you Congress does? What do they make? Um, my, wait, no, they make... Prisons. Kind of related to that. They make jobs? You go to prison if you break the what? Law. So what do they make? The laws. So they make laws, okay? So if you were to able to take out the whole Congress, how would that, what does that mean? They're able to They're able to affect the laws. Okay. Um, what did I say about the inauguration? Why am I concerned about this million MAGA march? Because um, they it might um, what happened on Wednesday might happen again, but bigger. So what happened on Wednesday? Marching numbers. There are riots in the Capitol. Mm-hmm. The the racist white people wanted to take over your capital and steal information. But one of the problems was the police were letting them in. So the white people stole all the information. They did steal some information. Most of them got away with it. Mm -hmm. And, And then how does this compare to what happened with Black Lives Matter? Um, because if black people were 
not just breaking the capital, but if they were making protests for their rights, they'd be getting shot up, tased, and killed and put in prisons. Right. If we're lucky, we'd be going to prisons. Most of us yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't have even... We, I don't even think we would have made it that far. If a group of black men or black people had strapped with guns and all of that had, had even been a crowd, that would, they would have been annihilated. They wouldn't have gotten close that close, I don't think. Um, and then what's the inauguration? What happens on January 20th? Um, the, the prison gets left. The pers- Trump leaves and uh, um, Biden comes in. Mm-hmm. And um, Trump, the little baby, leaves. Ow. And then how is this a danger? I'm going to get to that in just a moment, baby girl. How is this a danger to us as a country? Why is this dangerous as a country? Because, because a person, now people... Let, let A person could... Um, that now that they see all of America is not really strong, and that they just say we are. Um, they could just attack in knowing that we're pretty weak. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you think this is hard to understand? No. No. So I have a lot of people who say, how can I talk to children about this? How do you think that we should talk to children about this? Saying the truth. just say the truth. Do you think that your friends are hearing the truth? Like when you talk to like no. your friends? Um, I don't talk to them about it. One of their friends recently said, or her friends recently said that um, Trump should be president, and she didn't know what she was talking about. She 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 doesn't even she just hears Trump president in her mind. Yeah, well, he's currently the president. So as far as you can tell, other kids aren't talking this way, or aren't, aren't don't don't know all the stuff he does. Do you talk about this stuff at school? Did you guys talk about it at school in your no. class? I mean, I talked about a little electoral things, but not really rights in the capital. So nothing about I the mean, capital, nothing about racism. My teacher well, um, said that she was upset about what happened in the capital. She didn't say it, and she said, "If you want to talk about it later, we can in the office hours." Which wow! Like, so there was no time during class to discuss it. No time to process it. Yeah, but um, we have this time, 11 to 11.30, where you can come in if you need help with assignments or you want to share I, do, I understand what office hours is, but that's, that's different from addressing it as a class. Yeah. Because like, I think that what's important is that you have, to, you have to talk about these things as a class, not just be like, well, if you want to talk about it, you can come to me later. No, we all need to understand what the hell happened. It's important. This, you're, what's going to happen is that you are going to read about this day in your history books. When y'all are in high school or junior high history, when you start studying U.S. history, January 6th, 2020 is a day you're going to read about. And potentially, depending on what happens on January 20th, you're going to see that date too. Because you did talk about, when was the last time the Capitol was broken into? How many years ago? 200. Um, yeah, about 200. About 200. About 200 years ago, it was when the last time the Capitol was broken into. So this is a big deal. And the fact Wasn't that your teacher that didn't discuss slaves? it is, 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 is a concern. I'm sorry? Is that back when they were slaves? Yeah. Well, so back when we were in slaves. slaves. So we don't want to say the word slaves because it, it sounds like um, that certain people are just slaves. No, these people were kidnapped and forced and they were enslaved. So it's just back when people were enslaved. I want you to say that. Say enslaved. 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 Slave is a noun. Enslaved is, I think a it's a verb. verb. 
okay? So if I enslaved you, I would have kidnapped you and make you into my slave. But were you born a slave? No. And so that's what we need to pay attention to because when we use the word slave, what we end up doing is we, we, we make black people enslaved the same. We're not the same. We're the original people. We're kings and queens. We were kidnapped by, by, by human traffickers, by horrible, brutal people. But we're not slave people. They try to make us think we're slave people as a tool of white supremacy so we don't feel good about ourselves. They don't tell us that we're the original people. They don't tell us that we were kings and queens. They don't tell us that there was a time when we were the only people because that would make you feel good. But I can make you feel bad if I tell you, oh, your history starts with slavery. What white people often do in history is that they, don't, they, they say history, history starts when we interacted with you. So we've been here. We're the original people, right? We've been here forever, ever, 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 ever. In fact, white people are one of the youngest uh, mutations. Because again, everybody mutated from of us, okay? Everybody mutated from us. So like Indian people have been here for a while. Asian people have been here for a while. Like almost every other culture, natives, every other culture is, is older than white people. They're the youngest. So we're the oldest. They're the youngest, okay? We have the most knowledge. And so... It's it's like this. It's like you. It's like saying that my our family history doesn't start until you showed up, uh, and then uh, and then you're gonna be like, oh well, Nana was always old, and Mom was always like that because you don't know anything because you just got here. You understand what I'm saying? That's how white people do. That's how white people tell our history. They they're the youngest ones. They don't know shit, and they say, oh well, when I got there, you know, Maxwell was 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 two years old, and Daddy looked like this, and so that's what it was. But but the true history would be like. Well, let's tell the story. Let's tell Daddy's story, and let's tell the story before Daddy, and let's tell the. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, white folks want to say, "Oh, um, Indigenous people or Native Americans, your history starts with us coming over and killing all of you. Oh, Black people, your history starts with us putting you in slavery." Um, and that's not the truth. All of us have history that's way longer than when white folks showed up. So a lot of times in, in school, they're going to try to tell you, oh, your history in Nevada, you were a slave. My ancestors owned you. You're, that's all you'll ever, you were. And it's like, um, no, I was the original woman. I was Eve, baby. No, with that, I don't know what that means. Adam and okay. Eve. Adam and Eve were supposedly the first two men and women on planet Earth. And what I'm saying is that Adam and Eve were black. What is man and woman? You know what man and woman is. So they're saying the first two people on earth, supposedly in the Bible, God made Adam and then God made Eve. And what I'm saying is that the first two people on planet earth looked like you. So instead of people saying, oh, your history starts at slavery. No, my history starts as the beginning of humanity. The first earthling was me, baby. She looked like me. She had nappy hair, brown skin and, and brown eyes. She looked like me. I'm not your slave. I'm your I'm I'm the mother of all civilization. Do you understand how that's very different? Yep. If I'm the mother of all civilization, do I feel good about myself or bad about myself? Okay. If I'm your slave, do I feel good about myself or bad about myself? Bad. So that's the difference. I think y'all did an excellent job, and I think that this might be something I'm going to continue to do to show people how easy it is to have these conversations with children. Um, baby girl. Tell our audience how old you were and what age you just turned. I just turned You just turned seven. So what age were you? Six. Did you find this a difficult difficult to discuss as a six as a seven year old? No. No. How old are you? Eight. About to turn nine. Soon. Very soon. Have we been having these discussions for a long time? Yes. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Um I've, we've been having these discussions since I was about four or five. 
I remember no, having I these. Younger than she that. Was I remember two. these discussions since I was two and three. So we've been having discussions from a very young age, talking about some very complicated things, and yet you understand a lot of it, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we know that this country is founded in what, Nevaeh? Racist. White what? White racist people. No, say it. Say it the word. White. Say it. That no, white supremacy. But I want to have you say it. Really, Mom? Say it. White presumacy. White presumacy. Down with white presumacy. We're down. We're, we're tired of it. Say it again. Down with white presumacy. Down with white presumacy. Down with white presumacy. Down with white presumacy. You know that's what I'm going to say. That's right. Those darn persimmons. We are tired of those racist persimmons. We are over. You know what? Because the persimmons are orange, just like Donald Trump. That's why we're down with. White. We need to get rid of that white persimmacy. And I don't like persimmons. <laughs> I don't like persimmons either. I only like them when I want them. Anyway, y'all did great. Thank you very much. Hey, um, Say, what should we say? We're going to say... Something. Let's say something. Something, 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 no, something, something. No, say pro-black AF on, uh, on three. What the heck it means pro-black as F word. Here we go. Ooh. One, two, three. Pro-black pro black AF. AF.